Hey, and welcome to episode 26, Property Mastermind Podcast with Hilary Saxton. This week, how much money can you make from property development? A discussion I am having with the amazing Bob Anderson. We're going to be talking about, yeah, that, how much money you can make from property development. So let's jump into episode 26. It's going to be fantastic. Hey and welcome to episode 26. How much money can you make from property development? Before we get started, as usual, giving away a copy of the Property Millionaires Exposed. If you'd like a copy of this, remember to write a great comment on our YouTube channel. You can send us in an email with a few questions. You'll go on the draw. This week's book goes out to William Kaki. Congrats, William. I will be sending this out in the post to you. But anyway... Let's move right into the podcast itself. How much money can you make from property development? Bob Anderson. <laughs> Welcome good aboard. Good question. Thank you. <laughs> Great to be back. I know. It's always good to have you here. I People love, love hearing your I love being a guest on your podcast. You're, a, you're very often a guest. Hmm. I've threatened to have a few other people, but... Yeah, well, keep threatening. Oh, I, we've had a couple. Yeah. But hey, I'd rather go to the expert. At this stage, we will be getting some other people in. Yeah, well, other experts, and you're a bit of an expert yourself, actually. Hell Girl, yes. don't underrate it. Don't underrate yourself. <laughs> so how much money can you make from property development, Bob? Mm, lots. Mm. Bucket loads. Truck loads. Mm. If you do it right, of course. You've got to do it right. So, uh, yeah, look, I mean, there's... There's a few variables in there. I mean, it's a bit of a general question. How much can you make from property development? The bottom line is, of course, you can do very well. After all, as you've heard me say a thousand times, property Pro- development is, is, is... the pinnacle of all property strategies. Thanks for finishing it. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, yeah, it is the pinnacle of all property strategies. And you can do very well from property development. Always do it well. You've got to do it well. can't do it badly. Uh, so... Yeah, it will depend on a few things, not the least of which is the size of the project you do. So makes sense. The bigger the project, the more money. Like if you do 10 townhouses rather than five or four rather than two, then you're going to make more money. And that's always relative to how much you've got to start with or hmm. what you can service or there's a, a, yeah. Yeah, how, however you want to do the f- however you want to do it but yeah yeah so so that as you say might depend on what you can afford mm. or perhaps if you're going to use investors funds how much investors funds can you can you acquire uh, that, can, that can, can you source how can much you can source? you source source is a good word so that will dictate to a degree the size so what you can afford will dictate the size as well and also uh, location you know where it is because we can have some suburbs where you know a townhouse is worth twice as much as another suburb. Well, think back a couple of uh, episodes ago, we talked about not developing in cheaper areas, so it's got to at least make the right margin. Mm. But yeah, it's not you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, we don't go down to those lower valued properties where it's very difficult to make a margin, and that, that was as you said a previous podcast. But but yeah, I mean, there's there's really expensive suburbs, or there's like middle middle ring suburbs, and. Mm. The variation could be double the price of a townhouse, so so that'll dictate. I mean, if we if what we can afford static, we might be able to do four in one area, and it could be a good area, or two in another good area that's quite upmarket. Mm. So, so yeah, locality has a bit to do with it. What we've we got afford. somebody right now. Remember, like we're working with someone, somebody in our mentoring program, and she is building in a very upmarket area. So she's mm. building an upmarket product. Yeah, yeah. 
That's a duplex. Is that yes, the project that, we're talking about? That's the duplex. An, up, an upmarket duplex. It's a duplex, and she. It's in Victoria, and she bought it with a DA. So, yeah, so plans and permits are as, all good as they to go say, in Victoria, ready to rock and roll. So, in fact, uh, she got an extended settlement uh, on that, and was able to get the building permit before settlement. Yeah, how good was that? And move straight into looking at financing it, getting the builders sorted out and all that sort of thing. So, and makes yeah, a nice profit. Makes a very good profit. Uh, just from memory, I think it's somewhere around half a million dollar profit on a duplex. Mm. Uh, so, I mean, you think about it, Hillary, half a million dollars from a part-time job. Mm. I mean, it, it was already approved. Already had development permit. And by the time she got it, it had a building permit, which she got you know, waiting for it to settle. Probably going to average about four or five, four hours a week work on that. Uh, like from what I see from her on Facebook, she's pretty much always at a cafe somewhere. She'll operate this project from a cafe. Uh, I think she like, operates everything from a cafe. She does, she does. She I does. hope you're listening. I know she listens. She yes. knows who it is. Yeah, she knows who she is. Yeah. So you think about that. Roughly half a million dollar profit in an, about an 18-month period. Mm. Uh, or less, probably, because it's fully approved by the time she bought it. Uh, maybe, you know, 15 months. Half a million dollars in 15 months. You compare that to a salary. You compare that to a full-time salary. Mm. I'm not quite sure what the average full-time wage is in Australia, but I'm guessing it's probably around 80000 a year, just just to you know, have a bit of a punt. So that would be, what, uh, 6, 8, 48. So it's more than six years full-time salary, for the average person on a full-time wage. That means 48 <laughs> weeks a year working mm. for six years or 15 months working, averaging about four hours a week. Mm. Spend the rest of the time at the coffee club mm. or playing golf. Same amount of money. She doesn't play golf. But the other thing is... She eats a lot. You could have a full-time job and earn on top of that mm. an extra... In this case, nearly five hundred thousand dollars in the next fifteen to eighteen months, mm. and putting in about four hours a week work on average. And a lot of that is because it's in an upmarket area, and she's building an upmarket product. So mm. that means the answering the question of how much money you can make from property development. In this instance, it's quite a good return. Like mm. you know, a duplex, half a million dollars. Yeah, yeah, it is, and and that's because it's in that upmarket area. Mm. There's a there's a rough thumb rule mm-hmm. that I use. To work out how much profit an average project might make, and uh, get your pen and paper out. <laughs> Look, Here you go. Here's a tip. I'm going to take a step back. Okay. I'm, I'm going to talk. Wait up. <laughs> and we have talked about this before. <laughs> I think on previous broadcasts, it's what we call the return on cost, mm. or the margin on cost, or sometimes called the developer's margin. And what it is, in a simple mathematical formula, it's your profit as a percentage of your total costs. So the old figure of 20% has been bandied around 38 years ago and whenever I started property development, it was what it is there and it's still there. So your profit as a percentage of your total cost is around 20%. That's what banks like to see on something like a four-townhouse project. Let's yeah, say. Bob didn't just make that figure up. That's no, no, I didn't yeah. make it up. That's what it is. Now, that's, that's as a percentage of costs. On, on that type of project, if you now convert that to a percentage of sale price, which includes your cost plus your profit, it's about about 
16.67. That's a nice round number. It's about that. It's about 16.7% of your sale price. That's the equivalent of 20% of your costs on a standard project. So if you multiply your your sale price by 16.67%, on a project like three or four townhouses, that's your profit. So let, let, let's just do a rough a roughy here. Let's say we're doing you know three townhouses or whatever it is, and, and we're selling them for two million dollars the three of them. So they're, they're roughly worth just under seven hundred thousand each. Mm-hmm. Two million dollars is what we're selling it for. Sixteen point six, sixteen point seven percent is about a bit over three hundred and twenty thousand. So that would be our profit, about three hundred and twenty. There you go. There's the thumb rule. Yeah. The now you'll see that on the internet everywhere. Mm. Everyone's going to be yeah. claiming that one, Bob. The upmarket duplex you were just referring to, very upmarket and top area, mm. uh, and and that'll, that'll sell. They'll sell for around close to two million dollars each. Wow. So if you're talking about four million dollars and you're talking about sixteen point six seven, you know, you're talking at over over six hundred, about six hundred thirty forty thousand profit. And this one makes five hundred. Well, the reason that the profit's a little bit lower or the margin's a little bit lower is because it's a quick project. Mm. You're in and out of it quickly. You know, from settlement date to completely finishing the project is probably going to be about 15 months. Mm. And it was already approved. Mm. So you don't have to chase that necessarily, that 20% margin on that sort of project. Mm. You can go in a bit lower. We are going to cover that, aren't we? Time versus money yeah. in this podcast. Yeah, yeah. so that's... That's a rough little thumb rule for mm. working it out. But how good's that? Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Half a million dollars, part-time job, very part-time. I know somebody else who has, I don't know, if, I don't think he did mentoring, but he's definitely uh, been a student of yours, Nathan. He does high-end. Oh, Nathan end. did do oh, mentoring did program. Oh, okay. That's who, I, who I'm thinking you He does high-end housing. He does do high-end housing. So, yeah. And he's sent so many people to us since oh, then. Yeah, he but he, he that's great his, source. He is a great source. Encouragement. He's that's his his that's his lane. He stays mm, in that lane. Mm, he knows it mm. well, and they just do. And, and he and his end. wife do that. No, Nathan yes. was in the mentoring program around 2014, actually. Okay. Uh, and they're very good at that. Yes. I think his wife's very good at um, interior design as well, mm. as probably Nathan is. Uh, yeah, they do well. Though. That's their niche, their little niche. Mm. And mm. I suppose when, once you start doing, once you've done a couple of developments, you get to know what you like and you probably grow within that as well. Like mm. You probably follow the trends a little bit more. And Yeah. Yeah, but they do do that well, I don't know. They do it well, yeah. Yeah. And we're not saying you have to be in that sort of top-end market stuff. No. Middle of the market, but not below the middle of the market. No. Mm, that's what you Your favourite place, I know where that is. <laughs> where? The upper middle. Upper middle. The upper part of the middle of the market. Now, I even know why. Because <laughs> if there's a market crash, the top end gets hurt first, the bottom end, bottom, bottom end falls away, but the upper yeah. middle usually survives a bit, bit longer. It, it, it goes pretty well. Yeah. 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 Usually when there's a, a big uplift in values, the top end of the market picks up first. Mm. And when there's a bit of a down, it goes first. Mm. And, and that's fine. But the middle, yeah, the top of the middle, that's, that's where I've spent I know that's most your, of my time. It yeah, is. Yeah, that's, that's your playground. That's your lane. That's where you like to play. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And so how much money can you make out of property development? We've talked about, well, it depends on what the, the, the size of the project. It depends, obviously, on location because that's got a bit to do with it. And the type. Mm. We've just talked about duplexes, upmarket duplexes. Houses. Town, you know, townhouses. We've talked about a rough thumb rule of working out your profit. Uh, and that and that's pretty good, you know. When we're talking about, I might just mention because we often hear that that famous 
or 20%. You mm-hmm. know, you just alluded yeah. to it before. And mm-hmm. I said, you know, 38 years ago when I started in property development, the number was bandied around then. So your profit as a percentage of your total costs, a deal's around 20%. Yeah, that's true. And that's for something like, say, three or four townhouses. And I did mention, when you get down to smaller deals, mm. quicker deals, safer deals, yeah. you can afford for that margin to come back. It's more like a splitter and stuff. Well, it's fast. good point. Now you're, you're at ta- the door. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. You're talking about splitters and two-lot subbies yeah. being a quick thing to do. And mostly that is the case. Some mm. some councils in some states can drag the chain a bit on approvals, mm. uh, but generally you can. So you don't have to necessarily chase that twenty percent on those mm. small, quick in and out. Safe, they're safer. Yeah. They're safer because there's less money involved, and you're in and out quicker. Mm. And therefore, you don't have to chase that. Mm. Like you could be in and out of two or three of those in the time that you do a townhouse project. At the moment, it's just finding them can be a little finding bit challenging. Them. It's, it's never been easy to to make high profits out of two-lot subdivisions. Mm. But then if you're in and out of them fairly quickly, then then you don't have to get a high margin. Mm. It's, it's back to time. I think you mentioned a little bit earlier, mm. you, you, raised the, you raised time, you said that. Mm. And that's, that's true. That's, that's one thing we probably haven't talked a lot about is, is profit. We can talk about profit in dollar values Mm. but that doesn't take into account time yeah because if you're making say five hundred thousand and and it takes four years Mm. well that's not the same as making five hundred thousand and it takes 15 months no it's so there's that cost of opportunity lost yeah 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 i i I sometimes say to people uh, look come and work for me i'll pay you 200 grand and some people think Oh, Bob's going to pay me two hundred grand a year to come and work with him. I'd love to do that. I might take that up. <laughs> <laughs> and then I say to them, "Oh, by the way, uh, that's a ten-year contract I'm talking about. So it's actually yeah. twenty thousand a year. All of a sudden, nobody wants Hang to on, work Hang on, it feels like you. my current contract. <laughs> <laughs> I think I must have got that one. <laughs> oh, come on! Yeah, you know, you're 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 on profit share and everything. You're you're the leader of the pack. I just tag along with you. Let's tell the truth. But um, like, so time's very relevant, is what I'm saying. Mm. And you, as you alluded to making 500,000 in five years or 500,000 in, in, in two years or 18 months is a very big thing. You know what? Another thing with property development, uh, you know, how much money can you make from property development? I think sometimes we we are starting off in life. Like, you know, we look around our children or, um, you know, we know people, young people, and we see them thinking, I'm going to get into this early. And, they, you know, they, they, it gets people ahead faster. Mm-hmm. I mean, both of all of our kids, yeah. the whole lot, apart from your youngest, he's too young yet, but he won't be long. And I know he's just dying to get into it anyway. But the rest of them are into it in their own way. And then, uh, you know, then it comes to people that we know that are, Later in life, and sometimes we get to a place that, or people get to a place that they're thinking, you know, I, I'm not where I want to be, or I, I actually want a better future, and they get into property development to just sort of polish off the end of their life, and that, and that can happen too. You can, and that's one of the beautiful things about property development, Hillary, is that done properly, mm. you can make a lot of money in a short amount of time. Yeah. So it can make up for years and years of bad luck or mistakes or whatever you like. So, Divorces. Well, yeah, look, yeah. Um, you know, uh, we, meet, bad investments. we meet plenty of people. Yeah, they made bad investments. They've gotten into a business with the wrong partners. Mm. Uh, they've maybe gotten into marriage with the wrong partners uh, or, or just, you know, led a, a tough life working hard. And that, and that can be for lots of reasons. Mm. You know, it could be that 
they were never academically strong and therefore they've always had to do jobs that weren't well paid. Mm. You know, they couldn't waive the piece of paper. Uh, but property development's a great leveller. Mm. You know, you could... doesn't Like children. <laughs> children are a great leveller and so is property development. Yeah. Like you could have failed year 10 and it's hard to get a good job perhaps, mm. you know. Uh, but but property development just just levels that out. It doesn't mm. matter. We don't. Nobody cares uh, as far as being a property developer what what your marks were at school mm. or whether you got a degree or no degree. I mean, I got no degree. I was hope you know as you know, I left university like after six months. It was killing me, <laughs> and I got no piece of paper to wave at anybody. But I've done all right. You've done extremely well. You have done more study than I have. You sort of went on did. Did a high level of study, but but yeah, that didn't didn't worry me. I don't I don't need a degree to wave. No. In fact, the people we hire and fire, oh, we don't fire too many. All have degrees. They will work and yeah, do, the, do our got, bidding. We've got us. a couple of girls <laughs> working for us for right now, and both of them have degrees. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. do. And, and of course, we, we engage architects and engineers as property developers, yeah. and you know they they've all thank goodness they've all got degrees, mm. and thank goodness they they went on and studied and finished their degree, unlike me, uh, who lasted six months. Um, yeah, and that's great. And that, so property development, what we're saying, I guess, is a great leveller. And because we can make a lot of money in a short time, we can make up for, for life's, you know, mistakes or, or bad luck. Mm. And, uh, or like, losses. And, yeah. yeah. Somebody could take up property development at 60. Uh, and by the time they're, you know, 66, 68, they can have made up for all that whole lifetime that, that they missed out on for, mm. for whatever reason. Imagine doing... Just in that, uh, you know, that six or seven years or whatever it is I just nominated, then imagine doing three or four projects like the one we just talked about. Mm. You could be up a couple of million dollars mm. in a very short time. Mm. Definitely. And if you start doing multiple projects using investors' funds, although you have to share the profit, you can do more more projects. And, that, and that's another avenue, you know. So I'm a big fan of united you stand and divided you fall. Um, I know that everyone wants to do their own development, but I do, I don't know, this is just my opinion, Bob, and you you can interject at any point. But sometimes I think people want to do their own and they don't quite have enough money. And if they were just to maybe do the first one or two with somebody else, they could get underway a lot faster. Mm. And, and it just makes that... That, you know, especially at the moment with that climbing market, you know, like if you jump in with somebody, you can get a project underway. What are your mm. thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I totally agree. I mean, yeah. I was talking to somebody the other day who's he's just on the borderline of being able to afford to buy a site, mm. like right on the edge of what their borrowing capacity is. And it's sort of touch and go. And I said, look, don't sort of stress. Let's pull an investor in, make mm. life a bit easier. Mm. And, and in their mind, they don't want it. Uh, they don't want another party involved, mm. and and that could could mean mm. that they might not do a deal because mm. the property is probably going up in value faster than their ability to borrow is going up, and mm. they could miss out. And as I said, look, you don't have to use investors forever. You don't have to do joint ventures forever. It might be just your first one or two projects, mm. and then you're away. And, you know, if you don't prefer not to do joint ventures with people, that's okay. Don't after your first one or two, but at least do your first one or two. Don't do zero. Yeah, it's at the, yeah. sometimes it's just about the opportunities that come at the time with the market holders. Mm. Like, I'm doing a joint venture. Fine. You're doing a few. Yeah, love it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I do. So it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't bother me. It's like, yeah, how much money can you make from property development? Mm. If you can make it faster... 
hmm. by doing joint ventures, it's the same as holding off or not being able to is even worse. So. Yeah, you can do more that way or you hmm. do start that way. If that's what you need to start, do, hmm. do it that way. You know, My first two projects were sort of creative strategy sort of things, hmm. you know, vendor finance deal the first time. Uh, and then the next one, I, I, I did it with my sister's boyfriend who put up the money. So, yeah, and that got me going. Mm. Mind you, I've never stopped doing that sort of stuff either. No, no, I love the way you weave together strategies. Well, like with the retirement village, that's crazy. How many strategies you got going on in that? There's more than oh. like, You don't have to have one strategy in a deal. That's a $55 million project. Um, there's a couple of things happening there. We started off with an option, mm. converted that into a contract. We're doing a staged acquisition where we buy the site in pieces, not all up front. We're doing a... Uh, I did a capital raising initially uh, for the, what we call the seed capital to get it up and running. And then later on, we did a, a further capital raising to pay out the seed capital. And then that's the one we're using to develop. So, yeah, different strategies. So many strategies. It's like Into super interesting to learn mm. and watch. It's like, wow, that's how you do that. It's crazy. Mm. Mm. Yeah, even when you say that. Yeah, so property development, how much can you make? Well, in, in a way, it's up to you. Yeah. It's how you go about it. Mm. Mm, but the important I thing think is that's to it, do. Bob. Yes, and again, my favourite quote of life. Tell me, Nike. Oh, yeah. They stole it. Just do they it. Stole it off you. They do, well, Are you they still had going it first. to sue them? Or, or yeah. Just well, maybe they had it first, and mm. I like it. Just do it. Yeah, just do it. Just do it. So, really, in terms of how much can you make from property development? I mean, it depends. You're going to use your own money, or you're going to do it with investors. Where are you going to do it, and what are you going to develop? I mean, that, it's great that we got this flexibility. Mm. And so, I mean, at the end of the day, what do you end up with, Hillary? You can make a lot of money, but life's not just about making lots of money. It's about what you do with it. So it's about mm. the lifestyle that you have from making the money from property development. Yeah. And for me, I mean, lifestyle means different things to different people. But I think whatever it means to you, what the ingredients of a good lifestyle is plenty of money coming in and the time to enjoy it. Mm. And I think property development satisfies those two requirements because it, it can produce quite a lot of money, far more than you can earn in a day job mm. generally. And because it doesn't take hours and hours and hours to do it, because we've got other people running around doing our bidding, mm. it gives us it gives us time off. It gives us hours to enjoy all this extra money. There's an awful lot of fishermen in property development <laughs> and there's an awful lot of people having coffee during the day as well. Apparently. And I know there's a few of them listening today. Yeah, there are. There are. So that's what it means. I think that's, that's really informative, Bob. Thank you. So how much money can you make from property development? As much as you want. You've just got to do property development. So if you're interested in finding out more about the courses we have available, uh, see propertymastermind.com.au. And if you have any questions, feel free to email me. All the links are below. Hope you found this episode useful. And we will see you on episode 27. Catch you next time. Bye. Bye.